You're listening to a Bored to Death Marvel cast, talking all things Marvel and MCU in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome to the Bored to Death Marvel cast. I am Jay, being joined by... Z! Sam. And... Chris. Oh my god, the apocalypse is nine! He <laughs> yes. showed up! The, the Wellick of Knowledge nine. returns. <laughs> um, finally, his schedule has allowed us to uh, allowed him to be here with us. So I'm calling right like now. Brain. How long until, in the episode until he gets a phone call saying what needs him? <laughs> I already I'm, made that joke like three times already. <laughs> well before we started recording. Uh, but yes, it is good to have the Wellick of Knowledge here. I, you know, I think the last time you were in on one of these was the, was, first was the very first episode. It's all right, the first and last episode. That's all we need. Right? Um, and so. it's a perfect bookend for me. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, for for what is going to be the rap cast for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes, and then after this is Loki. Loki is the next Marvel cast we'll be doing in June. Thank God we're skipping the Moloch TV show. So. We are. Oh, I don't want to binge that. That just looks so bad. It looks like it's made by the uh, robot. I don't know. It looked kind of funny to me. That trailer me. was hilarious. <laughs> um, Hi, I'm here. Yes, we also have the peanut gallery. We uh, have the whole cast. The whole about- the whole crew is here except for Road, but uh, he's sort of a, sp- a special guest whenever he, he shows he is up. A special guest and um, Evan Uno. <laughs> yes. Uh, Has Uno ever been a ball with? Not no, he hasn't. He's I don't. been a part of other casts. He's been a part of he's been a part of other of other stuff that is Shout no longer. Shout out to Evan Uno. Watch his Twitch streams; they're awesome. Yes, uh, Evan Uno is very good friend of ours. Uh, we want we wish him all the best and great success in everything that he does. Just as I'm sure he wishes the same for us. Anyway, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So. Go, I, yes. <laughs> what my thoughts on the uh, uh, on the show? series so far? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, I feel like it's continuing the tone from the second Captain America film, where it's a conspiracy film, but with superheroes. Yeah. I feel like they're doing, they're continuing the tone of that. Pseudo-spy thriller Yeah, kind of exactly. Stuff. Um, uh, I did like how they are bringing back, um, other characters from the movies, like they brought, uh, Peggy Hill's niece. Uh, Sharon Carter, yeah. Yeah, they brought her back for it, uh, Zemo, we finally get to go in full Zemo with you know, with him wearing the mask and everything. Yeah, if, even if it was just for that one scene. I was fine with that. Yeah. Um, and I'm um, calling this right now, Falcon is getting his red, white, and blue outfit from the comics. That's, I think, the hope uh, for what was in what was in the case that Bucky got for his favor from Wakanda. See, I, I, was, I was thinking of that scene from the Wolverine where she gives him the case, and it, in a deleted scene, you see him actually open it up and look inside of it, and it's supposed to be his... Classic yellow and black uh, costume. Is it yellow and black, yellow blue, or yellow and brown? Yeah, that's the thing. Yellow and brown is the what is considered his classic. No, no. If you go back to the original uh, introduction comic where he was in the Incredible Hulk, he was wearing what is commonly known as his like X Men uniform. It's just that like the black parts of his mask were way slimmer, and it just looked weird. He also had like similar to bat wing, uh, bat ears. They were they were a lot higher. Yeah, um, but his uh, but his what was it? His gold or his yellow and was it red? Red or brown? Brown. Brown. It was brown. I don't yeah. remember red at all. Yeah, uh, same. I think that was bef- I think that was the outfit that he was wearing when he first joined the X Men. Okay. 
Um, but yes, uh, we're all. I think we're all hoping to see some uh, new outfit for him when he uh, shows up. I mean, if, to... you if you've gone on the internet at all, it doesn't matter. You just, I haven't. Boot, up, you just boot up like freaking internet. And it's like, here's pictures of Falcon and a soldier. Hope you didn't mind spoilers. Haven't I mean, seen any of it, I've steered clear. I, I didn't really need the spoilers because I knew this was going to happen where he was going to become the next Captain America because it's in, t it's, you know, in line with the current comics now. Now, if... The if uh, I wouldn't, the, I'm not too current. Well, I'm talking. Well, like if the comic from when Winter Soldier became the next Captain America when Steve was gunned down, uh, wasn't if, he gunned down by Sharon Carter? Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, was that before if, the after the Hail Hydra. That was before. before. That was way before. I think this was after Hail Hydra was a good like probably five years more oh, yeah. down I, the line. I remember him being more than like, that. He was like yeah. he was an actual undercover spy for Hydra, and then they. That was like last year or the year before. Yeah, because yeah, I remember that. Or two years ago. And then and then they and then the and then they Four? put a reference okay. to it in uh, Endgame. The the scene in the elevator. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> when we're all thinking we're going to get a recreation of the elevator fight from from the Winter Soldier, and instead, Cap just leans in and goes, "Hail Hydra." <laughs> I remember seeing yeah, seeing yeah. that in the crowd and everybody in the theater just laughing and starting starting to cheer. <laughs> I didn't get that when I went to go see the film, but yeah, like I knew that he was gonna, I, I knew he was gonna end up becoming the next Captain America. I knew Bucky wasn't going to do it because I think Bucky was just like, no, I don't deserve this. My past is too tainted. Yeah, you know, whereas Steve's like Steve was essentially like more pure i guess i could say because like, he was the most pure like good person like he was he was able to lift mjolnir yep um which we not just lift it but you know wield it yeah, yeah. like he like, was the proper wielder for it all along <laughs> um and uh so like i understand why uh falcon would become the next captain america and you know and uh why steve tried to give him the shield and then he says, it feels like it belongs to somebody else. And then when they, the episode where they finally get it from uh, John Walker, um, Bucky gives the shield to him, even though he's the one, he's essentially holding it yep. like Captain America. Yep. Because uh, I think that was just sort of Bucky's whole thing. It's just sort of like, Steve gave this to you. I still love that moment. I want to know your, uh, your action when the uh, Wakandan people came in. Start kicking the hell out of everybody's... The and you're doing great! You're doing great, John! That one girl at the end of the scene takes the shield, kicks it up, and captures it like Cap would. You, you saw the memes, yeah. I'm sure. It's like, this is the only Captain America I recognize. It was at this moment that you realize that John fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when he put his hand on her shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was it's like, recut that scene, but it's like you freeze it, and then you get the Morgan Freeman narration um, over it. It's like, oh, it was at that you, moment, John Walker to, knew but, he fucked up. But I have to ask all of you this. How, how did you feel about him killing the uh, the one guy after his... Uh, oh, when, when he went... When he went, all went oh, shit! No, the, the moment we went, oh, shit, was when Battlestar bought it. But then it was after that, when he started beating, the, beating his that dude's chest, and we were just like... Oh fuck! It's, it's bad because I knew that something was going to eventually happen to Battlestar because he's not in any of the comics. <laughs> I, I couldn't find anything on him. You found nothing on Battlestar, other than Battlestar Galactica. 
I found Battlestar. Yep. That's what we did. That like, the first, moment he got introduced, I was like, Lamar Hoskins. Or was I, no, I just, I literally went like, you know, it was like Marvel Hoskins. And then Lamar Hoskins, a.k.a. Battlestar, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I think Sam said it well. Every time that man got in a fight, he was the one that got picked on. He was. He wasn't <laughs> even part of the Dormelage fight. Yeah, he, he was, was just, just standing chilling, there while... And while, he just starts getting beat. He's like, what the? F- what am I doing? I don't have at that. No- well, at that point, it was black on black violence. So, do we really need to bring that up? So, yeah, well, I think I think I made that joke in that ep- in the discussion for that episode. Well, I mean, I remember that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air where Will Smith says, "Isn't there enough black on black violence in this world?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. There's, to- there's too much violence. Period in the world. Well, that was back, also back in the nineties, oh. so whatever. Binge cat is getting salty. Uh, Will you not piss off the binge cat, shadow cat? No. Shadow cat's pissed off she's the binge gonna, cat. Isn't that right? He, he's gonna he's gonna claw the heck out of you, and we, you are gonna get no sympathy from any of us. No. Nope. Stop pissing off the binge cat. Stop it. Anyway, um. What people watch as far as so. They watch us for the still image and the random noises. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, usually made from a paperweight that's on treads. We poor Vector alone. Our ro- our pet robot over there. Um, but so, where we left off last episode, Bucky went back to New York after getting some advice from uh, Falcon. Not to hit on his sister. Well. That wasn't advice so much as a warning, uh, but the advice that he gave him was that it's like all you've been do- you, all you've been doing right uh, is try is try to avenge you know deal with the people that you enabled as the Winter Soldier. You haven't really been trying to atone or make amends rather make amends. That was his his term to the people that you hurt doing this, and you know and you've been trying to make yourself feel good and trying to get closure for yourself when you should be trying to help other people find closure and you know he basically tells him start with one and it's you know we all know who that one person is going to be it's going to be the old one they actually developed yeah the old japanese dude from the first episode so you think that's how this is going to end in terms of bucky i i'm going to repeat what i think uh what i said last episode uh what i think is probably going to happen what i think we're going to i think we're going to open the episode with him, try, you know, going and open te- the episode. Got it. Nope. <laughs> him telling uh, that guy what happened to his son and, and admitting his responsibility for it. The guy, the old guy, is gonna like maybe either not believe him or you know believe him, and throw him out of his apartment. <clears throat> and then before Bucky can, or try- he'll already know. Maybe, uh, but I do think the end of the episode we are going to get the sort of the closure on that arc. Uh, uh, and other things, the flag smashers are basically leaning, going full, full on into their, you know, how they've been branded as criminals. So they're like, well, let's work with criminals. Here's Batrock. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was glad to see that he survived the helicopter crash. Well, we, or no, he fell out. Yeah, he? and it's like you knew he was going to survive that. It's like if you don't see a dead body, then they're not really dead. <laughs> I mean, he is French and he is a lethal, so I'm pretty sure he's... So he dead. landed on his feet like a cat? Yes. Because I mean, he's we just did that see good. a dead body in, in Man of Steel. Yeah. But, you know, again, when it comes to comic books, it's like, there, there's dead, and then there's dead, but they're going to bring him back to life. <laughs> Somehow. Just to say it's kayfabe dead. Yeah, basically. 
to use to use a wrestling term. <laughs> Stan Lee did say it best. Nobody truly stays dead in comics. So when when is Stan Lee gonna make a return himself? Uh, when the holographic Stan Lee pops up in the uh, future Marvel movies. <sighs> Let's keep Kanye West away from this, though. <laughs> We don't no, want. No, we no. don't. We don't want to because 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 if Kanye West is involved, it's going to be a hologram of Stanley being like, uh, "I was brought back by the most, 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 most brilliant man in the world, Kanye West," <laughs> like he oh, did, why? like he did to, like he did to Kim's with Kim's dead dad. No, I was going to say, uh, no, it needs to be brought. He needs to be brought back by uh, Stark Technology, like at the end of um, Endgame where he. Uh, had his little... Excelsior. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, and... I would like to have seen him have a cameo in the Eternals. Because Stanley is eternal. Well, in that case, they need to find some way to put Jack Kirby in it, too. Yes. Um, and so the Flag Smashers are, ba- are basically launching an attack on the GRC... Uh, we saw that at the end when they like hacked their computers and a whole bunch of the flag smashers were rushing in there. Uh, Sam has uh, mm-hmm. not not you. Start it. Nope. <laughs> uh, is opening up the case and is going to suit up to go respond to this. And John Walker is basically like, I'm going to make my own Captain America shield. Supposedly, according to Google information, I don't want to know. That was supposed to be the ending credit for uh, Black Widow. Of oh, him right putting on. the putting the thing together, okay. Interesting. Well, and speaking of Black Widow, uh, Contessa, uh, Val from last episode, mm-hmm. you know right. Julia Louis Dreyfus, she was originally supposed to appear in Black Widow. That was Black Widow was supposed to be her first appearance, and then Black Widow got pushed back. So uh, twice. Th- that was supposed to be the that was supposed to be the tie-in with Black Widow. And that's why this got pushed back instead of it coming out last year when it was supposed to. So instead we got WandaVision first. Yep, yep. Which was a good way to start the yep. Marvel Netflix um, Disney Plus series. I wonder if the reason why they didn't just push everything around and just put out Loki, that that has something to do with something else coming out. Well, from what I've read about Loki is that because of him being an abnormality, because he, you know, like, of him leaving in the first Avengers movie, the way that they showed it in Endgame, um, he's technically not supposed to be there because he has now created like an alternate timeline, so now he is essentially like a time agent going around correcting things in the timeline to restore it. That's what I read in terms of that. I didn't really read it. We need to know who he's working with so we have a buddy cop scenario. It's definitely not Deadpool. Damn it! That would be that would be amazing because I could just picture. Well, I was going to say I could just picture Deadpool getting on Loki's nerves, but Deadpool sort of gets on everybody's nerves. Well, in in the comics, it was Loki who told Deadpool that he's a comic book character. I'm now I'm now want to see Deadpool and Loki and have Loki tell Deadpool you're just a character in a movie, and Deadpool being like, "Yeah, I know that." It could be Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Uh, I don't think it's, I, I don't, no, no. Uh, at any rate, this is going to be the, uh, this is the finale for Falcon and Winter Soldier. It promises to be, uh, to be, uh, an interesting one. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, I think that'll about wrap up this intro, so we'll see you after the binge. Hello, and thanks for listening. While we're binging, please give us a like and subscribe. If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death clan is part of the CKCC radio family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, the Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, The A-Show, Park Hopper 101, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon so we can continue to bring you podcast content. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. A lot of action in it, as expected, for the climax of a series, but... uh, a Marvel series. Yep. Uh, wrapping things up and leaving a few plot threads dangling. Into uh, other movies. Yep. Uh, other movies or other shows. Especially the stinger there feels like it's something that's going to tie into further shows down the line. I don't know. That might have to do with a big plot line across multiple movies. Could be. Uh, no way to tell until more movies slash shows come out. Um, so it didn't open like I was sort of expecting with Bucky going to visit the old man. And no, then we've got to save it for a more somber moment because when we left yeah. off the last episode, shit was about to go down. You can't be like, ah, oh, shit's about to go down. I got to go talk to this old guy about me killing his son when I was someone else. I No, see, what I was sort of expecting was it was like opens with him trying to go meet with the guy and then suddenly getting getting a message no they left us on too much of a cliffhanger when all the lights go out and the senators and people are trying to make a thing Um, and so that's basically where the episode picked up uh, with right where it left off yep uh, Bucky shows up and uh, is allowed past the police barricade around the GRC building uh, because he's an Avenger Uh, and Falcon comes flying in to to help save the day, and yes, he did. He does indeed have the red, white, and blue uh, Falcon outfit with the with the new wings and. It looks and like the one from the comics. Yep. And I was going to ask that if it, how close it is to the comics. Unexpectedly, Sharon Carter shows up. She's got that same like uh, face mask thing that they showed off in uh, Captain Captain America the, uh, and the Winter Soldier with. Uh, you know, that was used as a disguise. And she lends a hand in helping deal with some of the Flag Smashers supporters, at least, if not the uh, Flag Smashers themselves. She straight melt a bitch. Oh, yeah. There was, uh, she dealt with a uh, security guard that was working with the Flag Smashers by planting a device on him. He gets into a truck to drive off, and then suddenly. The device goes off, fills the cab of his truck with uh, mercury vapor, among other things, as she put it. And you could straight up see it, like, practically, like, melting the dude's Kind of looked like he was taking rapid radiation poisoning. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was nasty as hell. melting his face. Yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, no. Good day. Mm. Uh, No, I would say, well, actually... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Deadpool before it all scabbed over. <laughs> um, and 
the, they kept hitting on the whole on the the thing that Falcon really didn't want to fight Carly because you know he sympathizes with her cause, but it's just like you're going about it the wrong way, and she just won't back down. And uh, Chris is showing something to to us that. He he asked if whether or not the cops. Sam event. Wilson, Captain America, where it also has U.S. agent and is that is that one the Bucky cap? Yeah, because he's got a gun. Okay. But he was asking if whether or not the costume that we see in the episode, you know, how much of it resembles the one from the comic. It's pretty accurate. Pretty close. Yep. I'm wondering because as we back forth into the actual where they're getting the scaling people into the plan, mm-hmm. like so we. At the beginning, the lights are flashing, and the, the flag smash put the mask on, and they throw these bomb-like devices <laughs> that gave out smoke. All of us, like, goblin bombs. Because it, when the things opened up to release the gas, there were green lights inside. Green LEDs. I'm wondering if they were, uh, not, no, Osborne, if they were Osborne Tech. It's possible. I mean, Norman's company did make weapons for the military. Yeah. And it would be a great way to tie things in, because we've already had Hammer Enterprises, we have Stark Industries, and all we need is Norman Enterprise, uh, Oscorp. Oscorp, to add to the the final three. Yeah, but we gotta wait for Sony to finish playing nice and say, yeah, sure, we can throw these characters in that we're not gonna use. It could still be a nod. Another one that would need to get added is Roxxon. Roxxon has been incorporated. Has? Yeah. Into the MCU? Yeah. Where? Uh, Agent, uh, not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter. Okay. I I hadn't uh, watched Agent, I haven't had a chance to watch Agent Carter. They were in in, like the first three episodes. Okay. So, but yeah, that, so that covers all the bases of the military industrial complex in the, in the Marvel comics, basically. More or less. Yeah, the big ones. The major ones, yeah. Um. But yeah, there were the goblin bombs, which were mostly just sort of emitting like a sort of like tear gas thing just to drive the GRC folks out of the meeting room and get them to move to the trucks so the, the flag smashers could intercept did, them. Uh, the Sentinels. Uh, that was Henry Peter Garrick. I don't think it was a company. No, because there was one that just kept, uh, that um, tried to get a hold of Wolverine. Or Venom. Well, uh, it was the company that was in the in the Venom movie. Because I remember in the comics, they were the reason why Venom was forced to reproduce and created all those other symbiotes like Scream. Scream and uh, I don't think Toxin was one of them. No, Toxin no. Rage or what was the name? Yeah, what do you want? Started with an R and it was the red one. Riot. Yeah, that's it. Um. But, and basically what the plan was with uh, the Flag Smashers was they were going to drive the GRC folks into, into like SWAT trucks, you know, ostensibly to get them to safety. But the Flag Smashers were going to intercept the trucks and hold the, hold the uh, GRC folks hostage so they could make sure their message was heard. But Carly basically said uh, that they were, that if things go sideways, she was going to kill the, kill them. Because she is, sl- she had slid that far down the slope. The worst part is, you kill them, further proves that they need boundaries. You're just going to you're go just going to drive them further. Trask Industries. 
Trask, Trask that's, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bolivar Trask, that's right. Um, Peter Dinklage's character in the X-Men movies. And the dude from Predator uh, played the character in um, X-Men 3. So you had a black, a bald black guy and uh, a midget, or excuse me, I'm sorry, a dwarf mm. playing the same character but in two different movies and two yeah. different times. Yeah, well... You know, th- they were sort of playing fast and loose with their own timeline at, at points in that uh, in in the X Men movies, so we can just sort of safely ignore it. Uh, that gun fight over there on the left hand side. You want to look at deep in that? No. No. Okay. okay. Uh, and they also had to. Uh, there were also some GRC folks that went to a helicopter where another flag smasher was. Uh, piloting the thing or at least one of their sympathizers was and well i'm now trying to remember was the was the helicopter pilot one of the super one of the yeah, ones that had the taken the serum here was i well, thought no he, no i he thought was he was the one that got uh, i thought i thought uh i think he was just a sympathizer yeah in which case okay. yeah then that the, then there are no super soldiers left uh getting ahead of ourselves but um Anyway, they had uh, some they had some sympathizers piloting some of the these helicopters, and Falcon takes off after the helicopters to rescue the, the folks in that. Bucky <laughs> Bucky gets in uh, gets on a uh, motorcycle to go after the trucks. Hold on, look back in a little bit. Bucky was given orders to by Sam to make sure they don't evacuate. And Carly distracted him. Carly with the phone made a call. phone call to one of the henchmen. Who walked up to him and was like, phone's for you. It's Carly. And he sat there and talked. And the whole entire time, he's like, have this conversation as the people are evacuating. The one thing he's supposed to do. And it's like, That's right. And Sharon even calls him on it like, when, when he gets down there to steal, to so steal a motorcycle. What was that about garbage fires on the left? <laughs> ah, that's on the right. Left rampage in the... Uh, uh, as as, uh, as uh, we were talking about this, Sam... Went and pulled up HBO Max to pull up a couple of things available th- through it. What's, what's interesting is that those were Fox properties. Yeah, worst Disney that. owns Fox. It's not on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. No, but apparently they're adding the uh, Sony Spider-Man films onto Disney Plus. Oh my god! <laughs> but then, but then these are on HBO Max. They're like, oh, we don't want that tainting our, our our service. Could be. We don't want be. that taint. No, 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 I no, 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 no. See it. It's right there. I won't actually watch The Dark Phoenix, even though I know oh, I'll be whoops. sitting there going, I want my two hours of my life back. No, no, the last 20 to 30 minutes are good. There you go. Anyway, on your list. Back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but yeah, back to the comment. Like, I love the fact that you had the one job. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. Sharon calls him on and says, like, you had one job, Bucky. <laughs> and he's like, I know, I know, and just takes off on a motorcycle after the, the trucks. And, and then I have to mention one thing about the truck drivers. God, if these are SWAT people. They are dumb as fuck. Really? You have two people with superhuman powers, superhuman powers, not superhuman, superhuman powers, drag barricades and stop them. They're not supervisors because they get killed. They got stopped by the barricades and instead of, I don't know, throwing it reverse or trying to maneuver the vehicle out of there. They just sat there like... You did, you did see that they were all... All other avenues were blocked. 
They they they'd been narrow they'd been narrowed in, uh, and yeah, like throwing it in reverse wouldn't have done shit. It would have done better than just sitting there. Yeah, they they should have they should have been shown making at least some token effort of either fighting back or trying to get out of there, but. You know, whatever. I'll, it's a minor little thing I can. Op- I mean, I can, I can yes, we're we're SWAT. We're gonna fight against the super soldier. Could kill us with a pin. Technically, they can get killed by a bullet. Yeah, and killing killing them with a pin. These these aren't like Bullseye or, or John Rick, Wick or Riddick. No, Bullseye was in Daredevil. Yeah, but and Riddick we know can kill can kill you with his teacup. I'm more worried of John Wick than Riddick. I'm sorry. With a pencil? A fucking three, pencil, man. Three men with a fucking pencil! <laughs> John oh. Wick kills the Marvel Universe. <laughs> All Castano snapped and his dog disappeared. <laughs> Which is canon. I don't I don't give a fuck. That is canon. The creators of... I mean, I think Kevin Feige even said that, yes, even animals were affected by the snap. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so that meme of him playing with Daisy and the dog turning to dust in his hands, that yeah, that, that happened. And that eventually, like, he did Thanos starts sweating. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck this! I'm on another planet." Go ahead, try to snap John Wick. <laughs> You'll just make him mad. Uh, back to Falcon and Winter. Uh, what the fuck? Bucky does get there and starts fighting, fighting back against the uh, Flag Smashers. But you know he's outnumbered, and even if he is a super soldier himself, he's outnumbered. <laughs> And but that's when uh, oh. <laughs> that's when uh, surprise surprise John Walker shows up with amazing his amazing movie by the way which one Jojo Rabbit okay um, and yeah and it's there's John Walker wearing his wearing his <laughs> Captain America uniform and carrying his uh, dollar store Captain America shoe I'm, I'm gonna put this out there and I say this in, in a lot of different superhero movies. Just haven't been on a binge for it. Who tailored this stuff in such a fast fashion, and how do they not know their secret identity? There's no way Peter Parker made his first suit. Yeah, he did. He did. No. You know which suit I'm talking about. That slick, clean, multi-layered suit, not his, oh, I'm just going to put a, a ski mask on and a sweatshirt. Oh, you're talking about the one that Tony Stark gave him? No. Are you talking about Tobey Maguire? Maguire? Oh, with the silver, with the silvery well, stuff all it, over. It's, well, it's like if you go back to the uh, the original, the original Spider-Man comic, he made the costume himself. Yes, yes, but that's a different kind of costume. That's literally just sewing up some spandex. Yeah, this was nothing like that. Well, I know extremely. Well made, well, and, very well detailed. In the case of Andrew Garfield's first one, that one was literally made by Cirque du Soleil. They actually made the costume for him, hence the reason why it looked so much tighter than it should have been. Hey, can you guys hey. make a Spider-Man costume for me? Sure! Who are you? Don't ask questions. I mean, in the case of when he was a wrestler, that's because he was a wrestler. Yeah. It was literally like a wrestling costume. Just got the seamstress for the company to make it for him. No, well, in the Ultimate Comics, it's because the um, the wrestling promoter didn't like the outfit that he was wearing, which mm. was literally a homemade. It was just, it almost looked like the uh, the one that Tobey Maguire wore, but with goggles. Yeah. Um, 
And so he's like, yeah, we can't have you running around in that outfit, so here, put this on instead. Yep. Um, but in the movies, we don't see anything... You know, in the in the previous Spider-Man movies, we didn't see anything like that. Yes, in uh, you know MCU the MCU Spider-Man, he got his suit from Tony Stark, so of course it's going to look a whole lot better than the homemade. Stuff well, I'm saying this about his the U.S. agent, not yeah. the U.S. agent outfit. But well, the, I got I got his the imp- cap. Outfit. I got the impression that he's that he had like multiple copies of that uniform, and so he just put on put on one of them. Like they may have stripped him of his rank, but they didn't. Comp- they hadn't yet confiscated all of the uniforms and stuff. No, don't look in the clean the dirty clothes handful. Why? Just don't look in. Take all his clothes. Take the dirty clothes handful. Or they may just have told him, "We expect you to return these," and he just never did. Um, but well, that would be a good explanation. Uh, but he uh, he shows up and starts fighting. He's mostly there to fight the. Uh, to fight Carly because he's still looking. He's still looking to avenge uh, Lamar's death. Yes, but he's doing it with a flimsy shield. Yeah, homemade. Okay, you it's may something. say flimsy, but that thing took a beam from a lot of soldiers. And horrible. it was still mostly intact. <laughs> and that's a good craftsmanship right there. It's yeah, I want to know what the hell he made it out of. Probably multiple layers of steel. Yeah, it was multiple layers. Um. But- the fact that he was actually—I oh, mean, he was a super soldier, so I guess I would explain why he was able to lift it. Yeah, um, doesn't have the same properties. It's not as like a vibranium he took a cap and just slapped some shit on it. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, but what's the difference between us? <laughs> yeah. huh? Um, but well, you know, he, and so, but he's fighting against, he's fighting against Car- Carly and Carly, she's smart in knowing that she, that she sort of keeps her eye on her goals, which, uh, which is to try to get away, get away with the hostages and, you know, and, or kill, kill said hostages. And she, when Bucky is there, she basically is like, we have to distract him, uh, and so she sets, she and the Flag Smashers set one of the trucks on fire so that he's distracted trying to save the hostages in there rather than trying to fight them. And that's, that's, when, that's when Walker shows up and further complicates things for Carly. I'm glad that they didn't... Well, I'll wait. I'll wait. No, what... Well, I want to get forward a little bit more. Okay. Um, but the helicopter... Uh, Chase sequence. Chase sequence was pretty damn good. Um, we got to see that Falcon's new new wings, Red Wing's been rebuilt. <laughs> Seems like he has two of them too. Yeah. Uh, later on, uh, we do it does look like there's a second Red Wing built into the suit. But uh, yeah, it was great seeing that Red Wing is back. <laughs> and the tech in his goggles too. Yep. I know he had. He had tech in his goggles before, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he had the tech in his goggles. He had. He, he had. Well, he had at least the gauntlet, you know, where stuff could get displayed. Well, because he may not have had the same like heads-up display. It's not like that. he can fiddle around with his arm like this when he's got the wings. This is fa- this is true. Well, that's how it was in the original comics. The wings were attached to his arms. That's right. That's why I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. And Redwing was just an actual bird. Yep. That he had like a telepathic connection with or something, right? Uh, that I can't tell you. Um, but 
so but what uh, Falcon does is he has Red Wing like scan the the passengers and the helicopters. Like, like, tell me which one of them has a helicopter pilot. It's find out if any of them have flight experience. <laughs> Uh, and sure enough, one of them does. And yeah, he he gets distracted a couple of times uh, in the midst of the chase sequence. He there's like another helicopter that gets. Uh, it was a police helicopter. Police helicopter, but it gets damaged in the middle of the chase, and he has to go in save the save the pilots. And you know he has like Red Wing like grapple one of them out of there. He flies up and pulls the other one out himself. Lands on the lands on the bridge, and as the helicopter is coming down, he just pulls the guy down, wings up, you know, as a as like a shield, and had the shield over top. Yep, and the helicopter lands on them, rolls Skims off, skims off of it. It just bounced off like. A and then he stands back up with the with the you know and pulls the wings aside. They're both okay, and the bystanders on the bridge are all st- all start cheering. <laughs> Because had this, moment. yeah, it was a great moment of him in the full like Captain America outfit with the wings and the shield and everything. That's why I was like, "Get your cameras out, people!" <laughs> yeah, and he then takes off to go continue the chase. Uh, and how he dealt with the dealt with the pilot was a great <laughs> was a great little sequence. Oh God! Well, no, first it was the line that was leading up to that where he got dunked under the water. Oh yeah, uh, they he like clipped a. I don't know if that was like a freighter that was shipping those like big concrete pipes, uh, piping things Wait, or, he knocked or whatever. A bunch of them. He accidentally hit them. Knocked I think a bunch that was of them on shore. Water. What? I think that might have been on shore. Okay. Well, whatever. It was next to the water. Uh, it gets clipped. He goes in, into the water as all these pipes come raining down towards him. He makes it out okay, but when he pops up out of the water and resumes the chase, comes the great line. <laughs> Oh, you're earning this ass whooping. Yeah, boy, you are earning this ass whooping. <laughs> it was just, we all started laughing. He's got some damn good lines. Yep, and he then, uh, using, I guess, the tech uh, from Red Wing and everything in his suit, like, texts the, the woman in the helicopter that's that has piloting experience. Put your headphones on. Put your ear... Put and that, your was, ear, that information was given to him by Red Wing that yep. scanned the... the um, and he's like, put your, put your earbuds in, and he's just sort of like, a little birdie told me you, can, you know how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> Here's so, what we're going to do. <laughs> and then he tells her, like, I'm about to kick this pilot out. He's like, well, we're going to count down from five. When we get to one, you're going to grab the stick, okay? And well, she's gonna, like, oh. say is when we get to one, it's going to go down. Yeah, and, so he's, and she's like, okay. And then, uh, how, how did it... The that whole thing goes. It was shield he first. Chucked the shield, like not like, like he did. Like he did a somersault and yeah. edge on. <laughs> yeah, edge on. Unlike the the usual horizontal, it was the vertical throw. Yeah, it was like a vertical throw, <laughs> and it, it like smashes the window out, <laughs> and then he f- shoots through it. Well, like hits hits the door, smashes smashes the the door out, flips back to him. He catches it and like. Just goes straight through the helicopter, and knocks the guy out the other side, <laughs> and into the water. <laughs> and which she gets up and immediately takes c- control of the helicopter. And it and she manages to they manage to land safely. And there's a whole bunch of cheers for it and and everything. But uh, back with uh, the, the fight at the trucks, uh, Bucky gets knocked down uh, into like a construction. Uh, oh, you fast forward too far. Did I? Well, the thing I was going to mention was during the fight with Buck, uh, Bucky saving the people, there's still enough fire going on 
attention to it. Showing that he's kind of still like focusing, being that bad guy ish. Because he is, he is, he's still, on he's still on, Avengers. he's still on Avenge Lamar. Yeah, Avenge Lamar point. And we missed the best line of that fight when he goes, I, she goes, I didn't mean to kill your friend. I didn't want to kill anybody who's who was nothing. To I never problem. wanted to kill kill anybody that didn't matter. Yes. And that I my eyes at that moment blinded. I was just like Carly, you just signed your death warrant. He is now gonna, he is now fully you justified in kicking your ass. Ass, motherfucker! <laughs> said the wrong word to the wrong person. Yeah, and it's just that that was like another one of those you just earned this ass whooping <laughs> moments. And he was he already wanted you dead. He killed someone close to you. And now you've basically given him full free reign to go to town on you. If he wasn't already. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say, he, he he's trying to do his best. Yeah. Um, he gets an A for effort. I do like the fact that the end Maximum time, effort. He gets, he gets a participation medal. <laughs> he can put that on the shield. <laughs> I do like the fact that they had he had that one medal. That he got on, on the, the inside side. of the shield. So, so he focus on it when he I think he has him. all of his medals on the inside. It yeah. showed the one. Yeah, it only well, showed I mean, the one, but that was the top. one that, that they focused on when he was putting the shield together. Yeah. And we should note that we get a fo- an up close on that when all the Flag Smashers are basically all trying to beat on him at once as he's like hunkering down under his shield. And, sure he, and then it shows him focusing on the Medal of Honor that he's that he's welded to the inside of it, just sort of like remember who you are. <laughs> you it, it's like you're you're not an asshole. It's just that he kind of like became one. I think that him be, be, being chosen to become Captain America inflated his ego a bit. A bit, a bit, a lot. I, I mean, most respectful is all the people he thought were disrespecting him. I mean, he yeah, he not- was he was sort of expecting the respect to come with the title. Yes. Uh, but that's not how it works. <laughs> it's like, I'm your Captain America, and you need to listen to me. And people are like, no. No, you don't. Well, he's trying to talk shit to someone that's a good, like, 70 years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. It's just sort of like, you were appointed Captain America. You know, S- Steve Rogers, yeah, okay, he sort of, they sort of branded him that back in World War II. But he then he lived, a, he then he lived up to the child. title. <laughs> Until they actually utilized him, because he thought he was going to be used. Yep. Well, and he wasn't. Te- technically, he, you know, him going to go save Bucky and his troop, which also had the uh, the the who eventually became the Howling Commandos. Yeah, when he went to go save all of them, that's when they started utilizing him. Also, when he chose the shield. Yep. Uh, and he asked, uh, sh- uh, Howard Stark. Well, yeah, Howard Stark. Like, what about this one? He's like, oh, that was made from a very rare, hard-to-find metal right there. And he goes and looks at uh, Peggy Carter goes, how about this shield? And she's still kind of pissed off at him for something. Unloads a few rounds into the shield bang, bang, and she bang. goes, it works. Um, but yeah, Cap- you know, Steve Rogers earned all that respect from the things that he did, you know, in the public eye. John Walker, most of the things that you did... Are still classified. <laughs> well, the the other thing is, I don't think he was really he was getting the adulation and the the respect from people. He was getting autograph, giving mm-hmm. out autographs. People are recognizing him on the street. He didn't have a problem with it. It's 
other people in the superhero field. Yeah, and the, the other the Avengers respect. aren't giving him the same same respect that because those that Steve Rogers would have. Yeah, but they're, they're just sort of like we. Yeah, but they fought alongside Steve. They knew Steve. Steve they don't know him. He just. They I don't. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, not really. Well, no, he didn't demand it. He, you know, he commanded respect because of yes. who he was, and you know, not like as Captain America, but as he a didn't good go over man. there and say, I, "Give me respect." He just got your respect from all of his accolades and what he has done yeah. from his from his actions and his behavior. Yeah. Um. But yeah, John Walker just walks up and expects the same level of respect from the people that knew Steve Rogers. But like, just he like, got it from Battlestar because they were best friends. And yeah, but they again, each other out. It's they, like, he knew they grew up together. They didn't. Yeah, but you know, Falcon and Bucky, they don't know who you are. You're walking up and expecting the same two level of respect. People that were one extremely close to Steve Rogers. And one person that was pretty close to Steve Rogers yeah. was given the shield. They're both still kind of hung up on the shield at the moment. And the thing, someone else holding. The thing, the thing one, here's the difference between uh, John Walker and Steve Rogers. It goes back to what Erskine was first first said to him uh, what, the day the day before uh, the night before the procedure. He's just sort of like, you know, just you know, be be who you are. Not a perfect soldier. But a good man. Yeah. Steve Rogers was a good man. John Walker was a good soldier. So he didn't really have direct orders, so he kind of goes a little uh, yeah, bonkers. And at any rate, John John Walker. Uh, well, dur- during the fight, you know, the Bucky gets knocked down into the const- like a construction yard. Uh, yeah, as he tumbles through the air and then lands superhero landing and, and everything real bad on the knees. Uh, well, is it bad on the knees if you're a super soldier? Yes. It's still no. going to be bad on the knees, but uh, the sort of the enhanced oh, heat. I know Bucky's 106 years old. On my knees. Well, it wasn't as bad a landing as the time he jumped out of the, jumped out of the plane <laughs> and, la- and just tumbled through the trees and landed flat on his back <laughs> earlier in, in the... In the, in the <laughs> Every ugly stick on the way down. <laughs> and, th- and then uh, Falcon's just sort of like, you know, it's like, I, I, I recorded all of that <laughs> with Red Wing. Um, but, you know, he's still fighting off like one of the, one of the Flag Smashers who's picked up a length of girder and is like trying to beat him with it. Uh, but then the truck that's not on fire, uh, Carly just hops in the driver's seat Gets it up to, you know, pulls, she like pulls the K rail out of the way and then starts driving the truck and then tries to drive it over the, over the side and in, like into the construction yard. And it gets caught up on a bunch of like, uh, like metal scaffolding framework. Basically the girders. The girders. Um, And then suddenly everybody, you know, everybody by this point has ended up down in the construction pit apart from Carly and uh, as the truck is still like starting to starting to fall John just has yeah Walker gets there and suddenly you know he, he he sees the truck turns his head and sees Carly and you and he's got the, there's the moment it's like are you gonna focus on revenge or are you going to be the hero you see this is the telltale series moment yeah <laughs> 
Bucky will the save the senders. Go after her. <laughs> Bucky will remember this. <laughs> or everyone will remember this sort of thing. Uh, I just want to know how many people chose the other path. <laughs> well, um, we'll see it at the at, at the uh, the results of everybody else at the end. Yeah, <laughs> when you finish. Yeah, when you finish it. Um, but of, I still need to finish the second Batman. But uh, and to Walker's credit, he chose correctly. He chose to be the hero. He went for the senders. And so he managed to stall the truck long enough. He couldn't pull it all the way up. But oh, he, he, he was he doing pulled. it, but then the other, uh, the other flag snatchers got in the way. Yeah, oh, that's right. And so it started falling again. And yeah, he had it He had it perched pretty good. Yeah, he, had it pull, he was pulling it up. He was like, ah, you are not falling on my ship. And they're like, get him! Yep. See, oh, and during this whole thing, Bucky is down there looking up. Just sort of like, there's no way I'm going to be able to stop this. <laughs> no, I was jo- I was joking during that scene. I said, well, Shazam did it. Let's see if I can do it. <laughs> Use that metal arm. <laughs> remember, it's on your left. <laughs> I'm right-handed. I don't always remember. Think, remember, I have it. Um, but bef- as the thing starts to fall, Falcon shows up. And using the jet on his, uh, on his backpack and then... Dual Red Wings, both with thrusters of their own, manages to get it perched on top of the girders instead of, like, falling off them. And they get everyone out of there. And by this point, it turns out, oh, hey, look, you know, bystanders are are there watching this and recording it on their phones. (laughs) And you see some black dudes just sort of like, yeah, that's Black Falcon. (laughs) And then, like, the dude recording on his phone goes, nah, that's Captain America. (laughs) No, he said no, Black he said Falcon. Falcon. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was one of the first sort of great moments in the series where it's just like Falcon's getting acknowledged as Captain America now. Well, I mean, um, this is the first time he actually put on the costume and wielded the shield. This is true. So but, it's uh, not like yeah. he went a whole series going, oh man, he's earned this title. No, he, he just put the outfit on and had the shield. Yeah. Yeah, he automatically fair. got called it. Fair. Um, but then, uh, before, and Carly is there, and, you know, Falcon's still trying to talk her down. But then, uh, just as it seems like uh, things are about to calm down a bit, Batroc just shoots a bunch of smoke grenades <laughs> down into the construction yard, and Carly takes the takes advantage, and Carly and the Flag Smashers take advantage and just book it. <laughs> So uh, Falcon and Walker and Bucky give chase into some building somewhere, but uh, and oh, then and Sharon Carter uh, shows up by this point. Yeah, she's doing like the same little whistling call that uh, Carly had been using for the Flag Smasher rallies. Wow, I was I was wondering when do we start doing Hunger Games? I mean, Hunger Games... I know I've been tired. Yeah. <laughs> but when did this become Hunger Games, the series? I, I was expecting an alien to come out of nowhere. An alien? What? The They're all doing void cards. Just stop. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, Car- and, you know, as, as they've split up, so Falcon and everybody, they split up as well, but Carly follows the the whistling and runs into Sharon Carter where we learn that Sharon 
is the power broker. Dun, dun, dun. Surprised to no one. In the worst part, Valor, they did it the most stereotypic way. I was hoping for something that wasn't that way. They start, she started monologuing. Right? It's like, as soon as she started her speech, I'm like, and there's your answer. Especially when they both had guns on each other. Yeah, Sharon had sort of taken, had sort of pulled her gun back first, but Carly still had her, had her finger right near the, near the trigger. As soon as she said the following words, I, I was so disappointed in you. Yeah, at that moment I was like, she's the power broker. (laughs) Yep, and you're like, Wow, that's the moment you saw well, it's I like we, sus- we suspected it earlier, but this is when we got confirmation. And uh, then Batrock turns up, and he then tries to... We ex- actually had confirmation last episode. Well, they, that was another big hint towards it, but this is when they finally reveal. did the reveal. But she said, I am the power broker. No, she didn't actually say that, but yeah. It's like she didn't deny it when... Uh, Batroc. When Bat, well, when Carly and then Batrock both called her the power broker, and Batrock then is uh, the power broker is not one but many. Yeah, like the way the hood. And Batrock then tries to extort Sharon by basically he's like, "You're going to pay me four times what you promised, or I'm going to tell the world who you are." <laughs> it's just like. And as soon as you said that, I'm like, you've You're just given dead. her, you've just given her no incentive to keep you alive. Well, I have to pay you more, or you're going to let go of this, or I could kill you. I don't have to worry about either one of those. And so she shoots him. And then Carly shoots Sharon. And that's when Falcon turns up and we have the fight between him and Carly. Although Carly's being the aggressor, Falcon's just not fighting you know, Sam Wilson is not fighting back. Uh, he's defending himself, but it he's... was the Pikachu moment when Pikachu kept slapping the other Pikachu. Was like, why won't you fight me? Why? <laughs> Pokemon first movie. Yep. In case people are confused by his non sequitur. Hey, hey, if I can put two plus two together, I make fish. So if you're getting slapped around by your by your what? own clone, is that you technically <coughs> hitting yourself? Well, it's that... better than any Star Wars story I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you say two plus two equals fish? Yes. You never heard that one before? No. I'm... No, 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 no. See, he's still got the math wrong. Two plus two equals potato. I have been living a lie. <laughs> but no, no, no. Twos don't equal starch. They equal protein? It has to be a protein source. So fish <laughs> is viable. I prefer two plus two equals steak in that case. That's that's viable. It is protein. Okay, getting back to you know getting away from. Uh, but bat- the question is, is it tofu? Tofu. We don't talk about tofu. Tofu isn't doesn't count as protein to me. You don't want soybeans cube. Mm, no. No. So Carter's on the ground holding her belly. And um, she is she pregnant? No. Well, she got shot in the stomach. Well, so. she's got well, she ain't pregnant her. now. Damn, dude. Damn. Uh, wow. Uh, but, <laughs> um, if, the, but the fight between Carly and uh, and Falcon eventually comes to a point where she's got her got the gun and has it like trained on him, uh, but. As she's, as you know, he's basically made a plane. He's like, I still don't really want to, want to fight you. 
Oh, the and, shield was out of reach. Yeah, the shield got knocked out of reach. And you could see she was hesitant. She was like, she recognized this is a good man. You know, we're just on opposite sides. Of, or she was just about ready to pull the trigger because her finger was sliding. Yeah, it was, was sliding. And then Sharon Carter shoots her. I think Carly would have shot him. Probably. but Because he's important. Do you think his armor's no. The wings it's vibranium. Are. It's probably no. She's she's talking about his overall costume, costume, not the wings. The wings absolutely oh. are vibranium. If the costume came from Wakanda, it's probably got vibranium in it. Probably. Black Panther's but, outfit. But I'm sure Killmonger's outfit. I'm uh, sure. But Shuri's yes, outfit. but but the uh, but the Black Panther costumes. And let's face it, Killmonger's outfit was a Black Panther costume. He just yep. took took the other one that was there. We're both for the king. Elvis? No, like the king of Wakanda. Black um, Elvis. I do, we don't know that. We don't know if all Wakandan uh, clothing has the same amount of vibranium woven into it like that. Well, I'm sure Sam wasn't willing to find out. This is true, uh, but uh, so I Car- want to know. Carly ended up getting shot. The uh, other flag smashers are like using the little flag smasher app to. And they're following some message to like, from sympathizers to like where to meet up so they can escape. And then it turns out, nope, uh, it was just uh, it was just Bucky and Walker using the app on their phones, and Bucky just led them literally into a trap where the cops were waiting. It's just like it's a nice app. <laughs> it's like you're under arrest. It was kind of weird seeing them working together now. Yeah, but again, well, it's just like old times. Bucky and Cap. It's like Bucky and Falcon didn't want to fight him in the last episode. They were literally, it's just, they wanted him to just surrender the shield because you don't deserve it anymore. Well, you, I mean, turn himself in. Yeah, they want, that's, that's, that's what it was. Uh, and unfortunately, he was, you know, in like a PTSD <coughs> moment and wasn't thinking rationally and refused to back down. And like I said, I still think it has some side effects from the serum. Probably. Well, it's like what Erskine said to Steve Rogers. Good becomes great. Bad becomes worse. Exactly. So it's like the parallels. You know, it's like Red Skull, you know, was took a, the super soldier serum before Captain America, or before Steve Rogers did, and became much worse. Yep. And, of course, you know, ended up looking the way he did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, enough said, enough said there. But then... This the serum that Walker took was not the same thing as Erskine's formula. No, this was the one that had been refined by the guy I can't, whose name I can't remember now. It doesn't matter. He got killed. Yeah, um, who re, who had refined this? Who had had to reverse engineer the serum and refine Probably it from Isaiah Bradley's blood? Probably, and had to refine it. And well, well, not had to, but he did refine it. So instead of just making them into like a peak. A physical, you know, muscle and everything like Steve Rogers. It was more subtle, so people would retain their usual body, their regular body type, but got all the benefits anyway. Um, but so we don't know if it has that has that same sort of uh, enhancement quality of the personality as uh, Erskine's formula did. But regardless, uh, the you know taking the serum had definitely had a negative effect on Walker's mentality. But at the same time, you could make the argument that he had just had a number of humiliations in the like day or two prior to taking the serum 
he'd gotten his ass kicked multiple times by by super soldiers and, and then and then by, and then by the Dora Milaje who weren't even super soldiers. Which he was just like they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, that he got his he ass was. kicked by a woman, it was just like you got your ass kicked by well, ordinary were, people. Well, they were probably more well trained than what he was. I, well, absolutely. Well, they get trained a lot younger too. Yeah. That's how Aren't the, they the, like born Dora Milaje? Well, we don't know how it's handled in the MCU. I think in in the comics, yes, they were chosen they're chosen at a very young age. Uh and like, they're and you're going to be one. Well, it's not just you are going to protect the king. You are now the king's wife. And then he goes to New York to Queens looking for a wife. Oh wait, sorry, wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to be coming back to America. The less said about that the better. Anyway, um, but yeah, Walker, you know, anyway, Walker had made the Walker and Bucky working, working together, you know, to arrest, help arrest those flag smashers. Uh, and then Falcon brings Carly's body, you know, to where the, the senators and everybody have, have, uh, been, are being checked on by, you know, medical professionals and everything. They lay Carly's body on a stretcher and then the senator, uh, the same one who uh, basically took the shield out of the museum to then give it to Walker, uh, and who has been trying to push the 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 same uh, patch act that would have redrawn all the, you know reestablished the borders and everything to pre snap uh, things repatriate everybody. Uh, <clears throat> then we had the the moment when the the scene where. Sam Wilson basically called them out on, here's where the bullshit is. <laughs> and in front of all the world, because they were filming it, it was being live broadcast. The whole world is watching. Because and originally it was going to be, everyone's just watching the, their... Yeah, everyone's just sort of like, there was a terrorist incident at the GRC building. Well, it was originally going to be just the GRC's decision. Yep. And then... Shit broke loose. Well, I don't. I think the the press would have been there once the GRC was done deliberating over everything. Oh, they were, they were but then be it be, then it became a terrorist attack. So then you had a whole lot Before more. Before it was deliberated, they were there was already cameras on them. Okay. Well, regardless, so you got the press there, and Falcon is just like, you guys. Yeah, I, I'm not saying you know, you're trying to basically. It's a complicated matter. Everything with this, but you need to address the actual issues that caused them to take these actions or the or th- somebody is just going to try to is just going to the next carly will come and you don't want to see 2.0 <laughs> that was a great speech too. yeah it was a really good speech so they like the heavy action all the way through the beginning and then they give you the heavy stuff yep and the senator kept just like you don't understand how complicated how, how complicated how difficult this this all this is and He's like, you're right, I don't. But, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't, you should just ignore it. Yeah, and he did prove, he did say this one line uh, that was, so when you guys are making these decisions, are you making for yourselves or are you making for everybody? No, no, it's more. more... Who, who are you, who is in the room with you when you're making that decision? Is it the people that that's, that is actually being affected by this? Or is it just more people like you? I think that's what the line was. Yeah, because it's like, it's like, wow. That that really touched pretty close to like real life. Yeah, um, it, 
close it's like, to. That's what um, this whole episode. It's like you was. remember. I don't know if you guys remember the the, the song in Hamilton, uh, where it's like no one else was in the room when it happened. Uh, when uh, Aaron Burr is talking about like the decision decision that uh, gate that basically allowed the Treasury Department to take control of the banks and everything, uh, or helped establish did help establish like uh, our, the nation's economy in its early in its early days. But it's just like Aaron Burr's whole thing was that these this decision was made in in a private in like private wasn't out in like uh, on the Senate floor or, or you know in you know in Congress it was done in like a back room you know no one else was there so no one knows what exactly was agreed upon sort of thing and to me that's what it sort of brought back it's just sort of like no one else is you know the people that matter. Or who are going to be affected by your yes. decision aren't in the room when you're making this decision, and yeah, it's something that a lot of people take issue with when it comes to the government. That it's not always being done on like the Congress floor; it's being done in like offices or in back rooms somewhere. No one's there. It's not in front of any cameras. No one's writing any 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 of this down where people can see it. There's no one to disagree with them and say no. Yeah, basically. Um, I'm gonna go, huh? Hey, wait, I don't no. like what's going on in the middle here. Yeah. You had a strong open. You mumbled through the middle. And here we are at the end. Yep. I don't I don't I don't like this. Let's let's clear up the middle part. And you know, and all it was a it was a great speech and while this speech is going on, yeah, we're getting shots, you know, it's on being broadcast on on TV and everything. We see uh, Sam's sister uh, watching it happen, and we're, we also see Isaiah Bradley and his uh, and his uh, grandson watching it on TV. And you can see Isaiah Bradley w- looking at this and just like, "Well, goddamn boy," <laughs> you know, like he's impressed and I'm in a good way. I didn't go with that. Well, I'll be damn. <laughs> he's not Ron Simmons. Come on, damn. <laughs> um, but. It was yeah. It was a great. It was a great speech, you know, and it really helped establish that he is uh, try- a, good, a proper replacement for Steve. Yeah, yeah that he has stepped up to to claim that legacy. And th- there was another great line that he that he had when the senator is like, "You don't understand how difficult difficult all this is." And he's like, "I'm a black man wearing the stars and stripes. How do I not understand how difficult this is?" <laughs> or something along those lines. That's yeah. essentially what he said. Yeah. It was it was another sort of great line. It's just like where he was straight up calling him on his bullshit. <laughs> it's just like you're just trying to brush the matter aside without actually having the debate. <laughs> it's like yes, it is a complicated issue. That's why you need to talk about it, <laughs> and not just well, let's not even think about it. We'll just go with the simple solution because it's easier that way. We need. This is the thing we know in real life. This to happen. Mm-hmm. What a, a terrorist organization like the Flag Smashers to show up? Well, okay, maybe uh, maybe not that, maybe, but uh, well, every everything has cause and effect. This is true. So therefore, if in order to have the good, like Sam being Captain America, make a speech for hey, get your heads out your ass and work for the people. I guess you have to have the bad. Maybe. Yeah. Well, the bad gets shot in the end, so I could do with that. Historically, people who who storm uh, places of government to try to force the to f- try to force the government officials to 
uh, go along with their ideas doesn't always end that well. Yeah. I'm not n- naming any specific incidents, but everybody in this room, I think, knows which one I'm referring to. There's been a more recent one. one. I'm talking about, well, I'm sort of re- referring to one that happened, I think, yesterday. Really? Or today. God, people never learn to. Wait, wait, what was that thing we said in history class? We learn our history. Those so who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. No, I was always told we learn our history so we don't repeat it. But yeah, the same thing. I mean, it's, well, the, same, it's the same sentiment, but. Uh, but if I don't. If I don't learn it, then how can I, how am I repeating it? I mean, that's like trying to, like, it, 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 it falls into the whole, like, alright, so I might get some flack for this, but oh God, there's, a why, the sticks, <laughs> there's a reason why I disagree with destroying all of those statues and shit, because that's technically American history. Yes, it's the, it, it's a dark it's, part of American history, it's but smudge. it's still American history. It's like, Big okay, it's like, uh, so you want it's to, it's the ketchup thing on the shirt. Yeah, it's like you want to. So, what you want to forget about this stuff in Germany? Not uh, you know the, the the Nazi flags are technically illegal. The only place that you can view any one of those flags is in a museum. Therefore, I'm saying to keep these you know our history in museums. Yeah, you know you can. Those replace, are still getting pulled down and burned. Yeah, because people want, like it seems like people like we- I understand if you're offended by. You know the things that happened in America's past, but it's in the past. We should learn from it, and we can come back to the whole like putting some of the some of the darker things, uh, you know, that people would prefer to forget in museums because that comes in towards the end of the episode as well. Yeah, um, and it's a it's a uh, thing in a, in the American History Museum that I wish was yeah. In the American and we'll History we'll Museum. touch on that in a in a bit, but uh, um. After the after the the speech is over and everything, uh, and the GRC folks look appropriately humbled by the by uh, the talking to that they got from Captain America, um, there's a yeah he, has, he shares a moment with with uh, Bucky. Bucky's just sort of like I heard something about I was texting I <laughs> I only heard something about a black man wearing stars and stripes, <laughs> you know, just usual sort of friends bashing you know one another. Yeah. And Walker is, I think Walker was, was still there. He was walking past them. Yeah. And then they just sort of, he gave him like a, like a respectful nod, just sort of like you did the, you finally did the right thing, uh, kind of thing. And they, you know, go check on Sharon. She's just, uh, sort of lamenting her bad luck. And, uh, but Bucky takes her off to go, Get some get the bullet wound that she has looked at, uh, and Cap now f- then flies off to go rescue the guy. Oh, th- the guy comes up to him and is like, "Hey, we, we got someone still in the harbor." Yeah, the guy you threw in the harbor uh, is still alive. We but we need some help get uh, re- he ain't picking going him quietly. up. Yeah, he ain't going quietly, and so he flies off to. Oh, he him. smiles because he knows he wants to chuck a shield at his head. <laughs> it's just like, boy, you earned this ass whooping. <laughs> Here's round two. Yep. Uh, I hear no bell. <laughs> wasn't quite like that, but um, and then we got sort of like the some some of the epilogues or the of the, everything. The after story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucky did go talk to the Japanese dude. Well, we we got the best part because that happened before that, didn't it? What did which the which bomb? part? Uh, I was gonna just not necessarily in order, but I was gonna oh, okay. I was gonna get there. Okay. 
um, Bucky did go talk to the uh, to the Japanese Japanese guy. Uh, did you know? And it was clear he was having difficulty saying this to the to the guy because this is this is a friend of his, and his whole reason for not wanting to you know struggling to tell him was because he didn't want to ruin that friendship by sort of re-exposing that hurt. Uh, even though the guy's just still been hurting, it's just like, but he he told him, and we don't see completely what the old dude's reaction was. It's just clear, like the guy had been heavily affected by it. Most likely, he. Pro- I'm wondering if he said what he wanted to say, and just got up and left, knowing that That's he's probably never like. going to be able to get uh, lunch with him on Wednesday again. Yeah. Um, and we did see him like walk past the sushi place that they that they went to, where where he did see the sushi lady. Well, he came to go. I don't think he was to see the sushi lady. I think he was double checking to make sure he was doing okay. And well, regardless, he stopped outside the place, yeah. looked, you know, met the eye of the of the sushi lady, and they both sort of just like nodded to one another. The guys there just chatting with. I think him. it was just a knowing glance. Yeah, it was like more like a knowing glance, and Bucky just sort of like gave a little nod. And, kept walking um as for the flag you know going back a bit we saw the flag smashers that had gotten arrested you know they got like the heavy duty cuffs on and i'm just thinking to myself they could probably snap those things easily unless there's well if they're going to the raft they they have this is trick to stop because yeah as they're being loaded onto the truck onto the uh, truck they're being told you're you're going to you know, being transferred to the raft. The raft has those, uh, the collars that the mutants wore <laughs> in X-Men. Um, but as the truck's being closed, like this one, like, uh, Navy serviceman or whomever that was in charge of all this, as the door's closing, he just leans in and goes, one world, one people. <laughs> I saw it. As much as that one should be a, a nice saying, I, I just like Hail Hydra better. Hail Hydra just... Is a lot snappier. Yeah, yeah. One word, one people. I'm looking for. I mean, one word. Oh, you got. It's usually a back and forth. Yeah, it's, it's like a call and one response. World, one one people. people. Yeah, we saw that with Carly when uh, she was telling her fellow super soldiers. Uh, Trying to do a pep talk about. Yeah, well, basically, it, it, in explaining why they have to, you know, if push comes to shove, they're going to kill the hostages. And she, oh, she, and yeah. then the, she's like, "It's time." It's like one world, and she looks around at them, and they're all just clearly, they're not happy with how extreme she's going. So that's what makes it kind of bad that they got killed because they weren't, they were, they clear, weren't, they were clearly struggling with her extremism. Yes, it's like we agree with the vision, but the way we're the way you're bringing it about is is wrong. Uh, but she then just sort of looks at them more sternly. She's like, one world, and they finally give the response yeah, one, one people. people. And, uh, but as they're getting, they're getting loaded on there, and we're then like, you know, they're, so they're going to the raft, and I was like, oh, Zemo's in the raft. <laughs> so, I'm like, looking at them as they start driving on, like, they're the bomb. Yep, and sure enough, as it starts driving on, then suddenly, boom, the truck explodes. Zeke, <laughs> Zeke starts laughing, because he's like, I was right. And then it shows the, Establishing shot of the raft, and then it shows. Oh, yep. Oh. Nope, it showed the. Because uh... you forgot. Oh, that's right. That's fire right. Fire was happening, and they pan out to an old man in a, in a nice car. In a nice car with like the white gloves on, holding the detonator. 
which I believe, if I remember correctly, was the butler. Yep, of- that was Zemo's butler. That was that was Woodhouse or whatever his, whatever the guy's name was from uh, Archer. <laughs> um, and now you you pan out to the raft. Then, then it then it then it shows the raft where he's listening to the radio and because he the, must have got it out of good behavior. Yeah, well, he's also got connections, so. Uh, but yeah, he's listening to the radio where it's reported that all the fl- all of the flag smashers were killed in a car bombing oh, incident, okay. and uh, then and then it shows it, then it shows uh, Zemo lift his lift his head, and we're all and was it you, Sam? It was just sort of like where's the smile? <laughs> where's the smile? It's like and he's gonna have a smile. And sure enough, he then smiles in satisfaction. Closes his book and just lies back on his bed and, you know, just sort of like, like... back to one super soldier again. Uh, it's just so, yep, he's like, no more super soldiers. <laughs> two There's two. Yeah, that's true. There are there are two. Well, did, Bucky, was, Bucky and Walker. But Zemo doesn't know about the third. There is no third. We don't know about the third. The guy in front, the guy that was... Oh, Isaiah, Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah, that's right. Oh, yeah. And it's your grandson. Four. Um, but, and talking of that, that's one of the next uh, epilogues to the, uh, to the episode. I what I did. Yep. Uh, Sam Wilson goes and pays a visit to Isaiah Bradley again. And Another heavy scene. Yep. I still love Sup, Black Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, right? that, was, that, was, that was his grandson. <laughs> yeah, just, and... Hey, you gotta learn some respect, kid. <laughs> Um, and you know, they, you know, and he gives, uh, he basically says to Isaiah Bradley, it's just sort of like, I know the, I know the risks that are involved, but it's like, I'm, I'm, he's sort of, how did, how did that hit what he said go in that, in that scene exactly? We built this with our blood and sweat mm-hmm. and I deserve to fight for it. Yeah. I may die, but I at least have to fight. Yeah. It's just sort of like you know that's and you could and Isaiah and Isaiah was just like looking at him was just like you ain't no Malcolm or Martin boy that was a good speech I think or something like that or um, um damn what was the other one he said you almost got me mm. you almost got me that's right he's <laughs> like you almost got me <laughs> but the way he said it was just sort of like you did get me but I can't ever admit that because I'm a tough guy like that. But uh, Sam then told him, uh, "Clean up. There's something I want to I want to show you." And the next scene shows them in the Captain America exhibit in uh, the History Museum, and then they go into a new part of the exhibit where they have a statue of Isaiah Bradley and a little and a nice pl- like uh, plinth right there with the. Uh, Identifying who he is he, and he has what his own he did. Exhibit. Yep, he has his own exhibit and sort of acknowledging him what, and his platoon. Him and his platoon. See, now I want to see a prequel that shows him and his platoon. Yeah, hell yeah, heck yeah. Um, but and it was just Isaiah seeing all this. You can see was immediately like shaken by it. And Sam then it's like now no, now the whole nobody in the world is going to forget who you who you are. And yeah. I cried. Yeah, and, you know, he, like, gave Sam Wilson a hug. It's just sort of like, 
And that right there is what ma- is another thing that makes Sam Wilson the perfect new Captain America. He's just sort of like, I, we're, I not, we're not trying to whitewash history. We're acknowledging history, even if that history is not necessarily the most comfortable subject to address. So I made yeah. a comment that he's a damn good actor. Yeah. I, I, but I, I think it's a little bit more than acting there. Yeah. That wasn't acting. That was a lot of heart. From the heart, yeah. That he really feels that there needed to be more acknowledgement coming through. Yeah. And Which I agree 100%. Yeah, and we are, you know, over now as time has gone on, we are starting we are acknowledging more of these sort of forgotten things from history. Uh even as some people would would prefer to erase the more uncomfortable subjects of history like the uh statues getting pulled down and stuff yeah. like you were talking about, Chris. Um one of the statues that they actually I don't know why they they targeted it was a statue of fucking Jimi Hendrix. I'm like, are you retarded? Why would you pick the statue like, of Jimi Hendrix? Just like, oh, there's a statue over there. We gotta do. We gotta go do something to it. And it was a statue of Jimi Hendrix. Wow. Wow. Um. Oh. And the and and the the, the 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 worst part about it, it was a black kid that did it too. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Oh. Kid. <laughs> Sam is over here eating oh. eating some popcorn and he just started Idiots. choking. <laughs> um and we got a Oh, it's because it's a kid. He don't know who the fuck Hendrix is. He didn't do rap. No, he did something better. He played guitar. Yeah. Well, played it very, very well. Guitar. Um Uh but uh, my phone just suddenly blew up. What is it? No, go away. We need you to work. Come fast. Nope. It was my phone, not Chris's. <laughs> my, 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 my work is not gonna is not gonna blow up my phone telling me to come in come into work. I don't work at the and at the service nice desk anymore. Closure nice closure. The but there were the, the, there were two other scenes we need to we need to address. First, we saw, um, well, and this one came right after the. Uh, the car bombing and Zemo uh, smiling in, in the raft. We had the Contessa sitting there with Mrs. Walker. Just basically, she's just gotten the message about uh, what just happened with hey, the uh, Walker, with the prisoners. Look at your phone. Yeah, and she saw her, and then she's just like, "What is taking him so long?" Finally, Walker steps out of. Is it bad that I knew he was going to walk out with the U.S. agent outfit on? No, no. I think we all we expected all that, and he walks out. Yep, and he's wearing. At a glance, initially, looks just like the outfit he'd been wearing, but no, no it's but it's black and it's and it's the red and white stand out a lot more. Fuck that face, man! It Stop it, was, man! Wait, wait, wait! Is it because he was clean shaven the first time you saw him? I think that's it. And now he now that he had the stubble going, I didn't have a problem with the stubble. Like when he had the fake the, the Captain America uh, mask on during the last fight, no problem with it. Nope. It's when he has that clean shaven face. It looks like the dude from Up. And I can't get it out of my head. At least when he's wearing the helmet. Yes. If we, he's not wearing the helmet and it's just him clean shaven, no problem. no problem. But it's with the helmet. <laughs> it's with the helmet. Ever since I found out that he was Kurt Russell's son, now all I see is Kurt Russell. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of the same way. Um, but you know, he's he's just like it's the same outfit, and sh- and the contestant's like, no, it's you know, it's got more black. It's well, we're going. We need a. Yeah, well, she, 
uh, basically was more or less yeah, saying that you're you're not going to be working in the public in the public view anymore. So you need to sort of be see, less I noticeable. See, I could see them forming like a Black Ops team version of. Oh no! Wait, I think I, I I think I might know where they're going with this, and it has to do with Zemo being in the raft. Dark Avengers. Oh. No, nope. no, that's that's Norman Osborn. No, I think they're going to form the Thunderbolts. We're not going to get Dark Avengers until Sony plays full ball. Yeah, because you need to have Norman Osborn if you're going to do um, Dark Avengers. And they've already. You used have the, to uh, have. You have to have Norman Osborn. Because the, thu- the, thu- the Thunderbolts in the comics were formed by Thaddeus Ross. Hence yeah. the name Thunderbolts. And they are literally Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad, minus the bombs. Um, Just sort of like we're the ones that you're the ones we use for deniable ops. Yeah. So in the comics, the original team was led by Baron Zemo. So I think that's what they're going to eventually go for is a Thunderbolts, uh, either a movie. Well, is or... it going to work with a super soldier? I don't know if whether or not U.S. Agent is going to be a part of the team or not. Um, I know that characters like Venom has been a member, Shocker, Green Goblin, they've all been members of... That was Agent Venom, right? No, 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 this was the Matt Gargan Venom, Venom, not Eddie Brock. Yeah, that was uh, when Scorpion had the one Venom suit. Yeah, um, but Agent Venom has been a member of the Thunderbolts also. Mm. Um, and, uh, um, Dark Spider-Man was a member... Uh, Hawkeye was a member. Clinton Barton uh, and the uh, the Yelena Bola, uh, the not Natasha Romanoff, the other yeah. Black Widow the was uh-huh. the blonde. Yeah, she was a member of the Thunderbolts also. So I'm thinking that they're going to eventually like bring in a lot of these other characters in Could to be. form the Thunderbolts because the raft is a huge prison. So who knows what other who else is inside that? Well, prison. it's amazing when superhero movies don't kill their villains. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Um, Every superhero movie from the 90s. And Batman 89. And early uh, MCU. Mm. Well, I mean, Ironmonger. Dead. Well, Ironmonger, like, they were in the script, they it was supposed to say that Crim- he survived and Whip. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Mickey, Crim- Mickey Rourke's character in uh, Iron Man 2. Whiplash. Yep. Crimson Whiplash. Whatever. Um, Should have made the suit red. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Contessa, the Contessa basically said uh, killed off that's not, that's less an out that's less a uniform of a Captain America and more of the uniform of a U.S. agent. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, this and, right and now, just like when that happened, we were like, she said the thing. <laughs> so I'm just saying this right now. He's gonna be a, a like more like a black ops agent. Yeah. For that's that's the feeling I got also. But the stinger we got partway through the credits was Sharon Carter before the like Senate committee or whatever getting her pardon uh, for her role in full pardon a full pardon for her role in uh, exposing Hydra and well no it wasn't it wasn't the exposing Hydra it was uh, her helping uh, Steve Rogers and some of the Avengers the escape uh, during Civil War. Because she got involved in that, and that's why she was... Uh, she was on the run. She was on the run. That's why she was and that's consider. also the reason why um, Scott, um, Ant-Man was on house arrest. Yep. Well, in his case, it's because he accepted, you know, being put under house arrest so he could go home and 
you know, go home and at least get the opportunity to see his daughter. Yeah. And same reason Clint Barton. Which is all grown up. Clint Barton got the, did the same thing. He got to go home to his farm so he could... Bait, watch his family watch, get, get turned to dust. Yeah. Um, enough, less said about that, the better. <laughs> um, Remember, kids, snap of responsibility. Da, 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 da. Ah, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it! Now we're at a quarter. <laughs> um, but and the senator made some comment about how there's a, a position for, position available for you in your old he division. There might be. There might be a position available for you in your old division. And I'm like, I thought her division had gotten like. And Shield was gone, but then I think she did like get picked up by the CIA or something after uh, the Winter Soldier. But as as she was le- she left the, after she left the uh, Senate building or whatever, she takes out her phone and calls up uh, one of her people in Madripoor and is just like, "Super soldiers are off the menu, but we're about to have access to all sorts of government secrets and uh, classified technologies." kind of thing it's just like yeah there you go she is the power broker and now she's basically got a whole bunch of new toys to play with see i kept thinking that uh that it was going to be another like hydra thing that you know that they were just going to find a way to bring hydra back but i don't think they're going that route no i don't think so either um plus it's like hydra was very much all pre-thanos stuff by this point it's like hydra's more or less been stamped out in the mainline MCU. I'm not counting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's sort of like it became its own thing. It was loosely connected to Very, the very loosely if, connected. If, if referenced, the events of the movies. Like, apparently when they were, when Thanos was on Earth, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. were, the agents were dealing with Graviton at the time. Graviton yeah. and the Kree. Um, but I think at this point it's like, let's let's get new threats Rather than keep digging up old ones. Um, or if it's going to be an old one, let's not make it be one that we've seen in multiple movies previously, like Hydra. Go with somebody. Baron Zemo was a good example. They brought him back. You know, it's like he is a guy with his own agenda. You can't really, you can't fully trust him, but as long as your goals sort of align, then he's the perfect guy to have on your side. Yeah. It's but, like they were trying to track down the the source of the super soldier serum that that the Flag Smashers had stolen. And he he's just sort of like, no more super soldiers. I'm down for for dismantling this whole thing. And he was the perfect guy to have for that because he has all these connections and he is the chess master. But, yeah. So, Sharon Carter is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Depending on what she decides to do. She already sounds like she's selling secrets. Yep. Um, but she, I suspect she's also going to be savvy enough not to just make all secrets available. She is going to try to find out ways to... She's going to find ways to leak what secrets she can safely leak without it all getting traced back to her. Because otherwise... Man, all these secrets got out and all these people have all the weapons that we have or know how to dismantle our tech. Just happened to be just after she started... Ah, can't be her. Like I said, she is going to be careful about it, and she's going to, you know, fabricate evidence and and 
or, you know, blackmail or orchestrate people into doing it for her rather than doing it herself so that it doesn't get traced back to her. She is, she is smart. She organized shit in Madripoor. There you go, Zeke. There's your other chess master in the game. Yeah. She organized everything in Madripoor Yo. and nobody knew it was her. He said that he's saying it's two chess, two piece uh, chess masters. Who's gonna be the uh, the white? Who's gonna be the black? They're playing a chessboard. Yeah, but th- I don't think that they're necessarily. The they're not playing chess. against each other. They're playing different games. Why can't they ever have the same game? Because then we lose one of them in the end. Yeah, somebody's got to lose. And I don't know about you, but I like Zemo. I don't really want to see him lose completely. It's just sort of like I don't want him to end up. Getting everything he wants, you know, having his cake and eating it too, as it were. But getting the Ulysses S. Claw treatment. Yeah, um, I don't want to see that either. I don't want to see him uh, getting just suddenly shot and killed uh, off screen. It wasn't even off screen. Well, it wasn't off screen. No, we saw Killmonger shoot him. Like Killmonger shot him, and then I don't sh- want him dead because he was a really good character, and I love the actor. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis is a fantastic actor. I want to see him get more work that doesn't involve him having to do a whole bunch of like uh, mocap stuff. <laughs> well, he is directing the second Venom movie. That's behind the camera. Not yeah, but it's his, yeah, but it's, his, it's his directorial debut. Huh. Uh, but he is a great actor, and it's just so much of it ends up uh, sort of behind all the CG from the mocap stuff that he does, like with Gollum in the Lord of the Rings stuff and. Caesar in the planet, the more recent Planet of the Apes trilogy. Um, yeah, so less killing of the villains, finding ways to neutralize them as a threat. All four don't have to kill kill them all the time. We should probably wrap this up. We're getting we're getting windy. Yeah, we're starting to we're starting to run low on stuff to talk about here. But it was a oh, good, but it was a good series. Wait, so uh, I got to ask you all this one real quick. How do you feel about them announcing Captain America four? I just heard about that earlier when I was cooking dinner when I got home, uh, and you sort of mentioned this, and I was just sort of like, okay. I'm just going to say a quote from Guardians of the Galaxy. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sort of brings brings to mind that at the end of the of the episode, as they're as they're rolling credits, they do the same like uh, title like. Display Intro title card, so the same sort of title card, but instead of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it now says Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I was like, that's a nice touch. <laughs> um, so, but it was a good series. But the, the reason why I say who is this going to be current line? Is this going to be a prequel? No, no, it's going to be uh, the current, so okay. it's going to have Sam Wilson. Because I was about to say, if it was going to be older, it could still have. Um, I think Chris Evans has basically said he's done playing no, Captain he's, America. No, he was in negotiations with Marvel to come back. So, he did say... he As did the Human Torch. So, he did say... <laughs> God damn it, I want to see the deleted scene so bad. Why is it not in it? It's a deleted scene, and we've had three versions of the damn movie. So, apparently, in Deadpool 2, they actually filmed a scene with Chris Evans back as the Human Torch. It has not been released yet. God We've damn had three it! Three different versions of that film. I want to see that. And it was I want to see part that scene. Any of them. Uh, um, but you know, 
who knows? I don't know what uh, Captain America Four is necessarily going oh, to. We don't need to worry about that just yet. Yeah. So uh, about this series this is what we need to focus on. Yes, let's wrap this. How wrap this up. how'd you guys like it? I did. I did like it. Them sort of touching on uh, the whole themes of the whole theme of like legacy and 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 everything. That was sort of like a. They never quite you know you use the term legacy very very often but that was like the theme going let you figure it out they, the, that was the theme going through all this like the legacy of the title and the shield of captain america and just legacies all around is their arcs mm-hmm. and that you know that there's like a dark side to it you know with isaiah bradley you know so yep. they kept they wanted to legacy. make another captain america and so they exper- and so the military the government experimented on people they saw as expendable in you know like isaiah bradley and his platoon uh, so they could try to perfect it, and then, uh, then just tried to erase Operation that. Operation Human Shield, my ass. I was thinking, right <laughs> <laughs> behind the jockers. Um, and yeah, you know, and Zemo wanting to make sure that the legacy of the Super Soldier doesn't continue by uh, killing the guy that that cracked the uh, code to make it, and then making sure that none of the serum survived anymore. Uh, do you think there will be a sequel series? I don't think so. Unless um, it takes place after the second, or the after Cap, Captain after Captain America Four. Yeah, because yeah. they did say that Steve Rogers is going to be in the film. And personally, I feel like with the Marvel Disney Plus series, they should be one-offs, one-shots. Yeah, just like one season apiece. If you want to reuse the characters, fine, but you make a new series. You know, instead of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or whatever you decide to and decide it, to call, it like or a, Baron Zemo and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and Captain America, or Baron Zemo and the Thunderbolts with, with special guest Captain America, and guest, starring I would, I would U.S. Be agent <laughs> featuring featuring <laughs> U.S. agent. He's not he's not a starring role. He's featuring. <laughs> Um, in memoriam of Battlestar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about Iron Patriot? I mean, we bring him in. Oh yeah, that suit got destroyed, bro. <laughs> oh, we, we're talking about uh, in um, Iron in, Man Three. No, in um, yeah. Infinity. Well, no, the Iron Patriot suit never got destroyed. He rescued the president and flew off with him. Huh. But he, also, he but they but he later they they later rebranded it back to War Machine. Yeah, because it sounded so much better. Yeah, because Iron Iron Patriot was something anyway, that was decided by committee. Uh, yes, so uh, we need. So to, this is our comprehensive review of Shang Chi and the Ten Rings trailer. <laughs> They're finally uh, introducing the real Mandarin. Yes, who is Shang Chi's dad? I'm looking forward. To, I'm ah, looking forward. Damn to it! That. Spoilers. No, that's in the comments. I don't know if or not they're doing that. Spoilers. Um, but and it's also there, there's yeah, we've got a lot of other stuff in the uh, in the future for Marvel cast stuff. Between it's, it's got the Asian chick from uh, the from the last Jumanji film, <laughs> Aquafina. Oh God, yeah, I, that's a, such a terrible name. It's her stage, stage name. I, it's still a terrible name. I hope Pepsi's paying it. Is it Aquafina? Yeah, it's Pepsi, right? I don't uh, know. Well, that makes that. Dasani is the one that's Coca Cola. Yeah, so it's got to be Pepsi. Um, But you know, when it comes to the Marvel cast, we've got Loki in a month. We've got. uh, Why is it taking so long for what ifs? 
I'm, That's been yes. driving me insane. I want the what ifs. I think those are all animated. Yeah, they are. But I know. Plus so they should be out. Plus, it doesn't help that the first one is going to have Chadwick Boseman Stop. in it. Oh, God. I'm pumping because I wanted a cupcake, and I go get a cupcake, and guess what? They're all upside down in the containers. Oh, just no, ruin. No. <laughs> Peanut Gallery is upset because pastries were ruined. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, Can you really ruin the pastry? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was was a lot of fun. Yeah, they touched on some heavy themes, but they were themes that needed to be addressed. Um, but it was a, it was a good six episode run. You can't ignore the, the issues. That was the whole point of Captain America's speech at the end, towards the end of the episode. I think the only reason why we had these issues is so they had that speech at the end of it. Because, I mean, we had that issue being brought up during Luke Cage, and it didn't work out so well. Again, you can't ignore these issues. I, I understand why people don't always want to see those, those issues brought up in their escapist fantasies. Mm. But... If anything, these are the th- the things that are like the perfect media to do it. They have get a lot of eyes on it, and it gets people talking about those issues. Sure, it may be about how they much they don't want to talk about those issues in some cases, but it still will bring them to light to people that might otherwise ignore them. Ignore them or somehow not know they exist? It's, yeah, the... It's di- they are difficult issues to to face and address, which is all the more reason why they need to be addressed. But let's not uh, get on any any more soapboxes about this. Uh, it was but it was still a good series. Yes, solid, very solid. So that will wrap things up for uh, the Marvel cast. As I said, uh, we'll be back in a month when Loki begins. But for Zeke and Chris and Sam, it's in a month. It's, it's, it's in June. Oh. So, uh, I think June 11. Have a little break. Mm. Yep, though. So, we'll be a little, little bit of a break uh, in the Marvel cast, but the Mando cast will return in a couple weeks for the Bad Batch. So It's, it's going to be a little break, but I'm going to put myself through all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Be really fun. Okay. Uh, but that will wrap up the Marvel cast for now. So, we will see you in a month when Loki begins. Goodbye, everybody. Later. I love how you're waving. Bye. There you go. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge. <laughs>